listening to Tutter Nation Pro Football Podcast. Here we go. Welcome to Tutter Nation Pro Football Podcast. We've got King Tud, Papa Tud in the place today. We've got Noah uh, behind the glass and we've got me, Father Alvarez. Guys, week 18, we finally made it. It's the end of the season. This is our this is our first week 18, right? In history, in this NFL is history. Our first Very first week, week 18. 18. Yeah, in Tutter Nation history. Yeah. So Man. congrats, everyone. We got here. Hey. Yeah. Hey, we did it. Round of applause. Woo. Round of applause for everybody. Yeah. And Noah, you know, Noah's been getting some new nicknames throughout the season. He has behind the glass as our uh as our producer, the genius. Noah Young, and now um, Lord of the Leagues, Noah Young. Decaf Metcalf came into the, <laughs> he came into the playoffs at six. He was the sixth seed. He barely snuck in, and he just started slaying dragons going in. And no, no other dragon bigger than the dragon, the evil Recall Papa Tutter. He's the, one of the most notorious villains of all time. Makes Sauron look like a little kid. He makes Darth Vader look like your mom. He just, he literally is the worst human being of all time. In Metaphorically, of course. He's um, your cousin, right? And No, no, no I don't know who he is. Um, and yeah, he he took him down in the end. So I I was pumped about that. Noah, how does it feel? It felt good, man. I've uh, I've, I've come a long way from um, my first year of fantasy football, which was a couple years ago. I think I drafted the Bears defense in the second or third round. Didn't know what I was doing. Money pick. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's a good pick. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it feels good. It feels good coming in that last seed. Uh, you know, making a run for it. Um, they were gonna do a movie about 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 the about the league called uh, American underdog, but some other guy already, already took that one. So we're just, we're kind of waiting on kind of waiting on that one, but it was a, uh, it was a fun league, man. Uh, it, it was fitting that uh, DK kind of was kind of stalling all year. And then he put out 30 points on my last game and yeah. it made, made me happy that I called, I called my team. Uh, I named my team after him. The craziest thing is like fantasy leagues are so ridiculous and so stupid that the guy that got, the poop trophy or like the, the toilet trophy. <laughs> he had like the second most points scored in our league. Yeah. He just and didn't then win Noah, when it who won the entire thing had like the second least amount yep. of points. scored. I had, in our I league. had one, one more game than him going into the, into the playoffs. Yeah. That was, yeah. During the regular season. I don't know how the points shook out, but Probably you scored similar. like 300 points less than him. <laughs> like altogether. <laughs> All about those matches, man. It's, uh, it's yeah. I mean, my my. <laughs> you had that great strength of schedule. You I know? did. I had the yeah. least. I think I might have had the least points scored against me. So yeah. So that helped a lot. I think your season resembled the Dolphins, like, like zero and seven, and then seven and zero, and then you came in and just took out the the comp. Yeah, yeah. The Titans didn't didn't end my playoff dreams though, uh, which was <laughs> just fortunate. Poor, poor Dolphins, man. I wish the they Dolphins I wish. looked really bad, and it and it kind of made me wonder in that game. Like Ryan Tannehill looked really like I've never seen Ryan Tannehill look before. Like he looked like Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or something amazing. Um, who did the the Dolphins play during that time period when they won seven games in a row? Like what was the best quarterback they faced? Because that was ridiculous. I mean, they had to have faced at least the Bills or the Patriots during that time, right? Here we go. I got the Miami Dolphins, their last few games. So they played the Saints in Week 16. So who? what quarterback was that? Taysom Hill or was that uh, Drew Locke? I think it was Ian Book. Ian Book. Okay, yeah, yeah. Ian Book. Uh, they played the Jets in Week 15. So. And what quarterback was that? Zach Wilson, I'm pretty sure. Was it? I think so, yeah. Okay. Week 13, they played the Giants. So that was probably either... I don't know if it was Daniel Jones week 13. No, it was the neck. Is that Mike Glennon? Yeah. Mike the neck Glennon. Uh, they played the Panthers. Um, so that was, uh, that was probably Cam Newton week 12. Yeah. Washed up Cam. 
They played the Jets again. Played the Ravens. That's that's actually a pretty pretty decent win because I'm pretty sure Lamar Jackson was playing that week. I remember that game. It was a it was like a Thursday night. It was low scoring. It was when that lineman did like that flip into the end zone that didn't count. Yeah, yeah, crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, that was sick. And then week nine they played the Texans. So uh, I think that was uh, Davis Mills. Okay, so so basically <laughs> a little less impressive than yeah. when you yeah. break it down. Wow, that's re- Lamar Jackson, I guess. But he was bum. He was bum Jackson. Yeah, I played the Dolphins defense in fantasy, and uh, let's just say it did not work out for me. <laughs> it was uh, it was a rough week, that's for sure. But I still, uh, yeah, th- this was a different league, and I still won the championship in that one. So you know, take take there an omen, small victory. That's that's why you play multiple leagues, you know. Yeah, that way you can just ride off the ones that you didn't win in, and just that's take true. Because uh, in two of my leagues, I was second to last place. One of them I won, and in ours, I got third. So. I feel kind of good. There you go. Yeah. Those other vic- those those other leagues don't even count, you know? They don't even matter. I, I don't even think I played in those other leagues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. It, I mean, fantasy was definitely crazy. Noah, congrats on the win. Would you say DCAF, or, or, uh, DK was your, uh, was your MVP that led you to a victory? Definitely in the final game. In, definitely in the final game. Josh Allen was kind of my all-over MVP. He was, I think, like, the only player... I think that I started every single game. I had the Cowboys defense for a long time too. That helped a lot. But yeah, Josh Allen really came through a lot of games. Yeah. Josh Allen was a lot of people's like MVP picks going into the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's had a pretty good season, but I don't know if it's MVP cali- caliber, you know? I don't know if you guys saw this just real quick. Barstool uh, Sports, uh, Big Cat, he put out this thing. He said, the 2021 Miami Dolphins are 8 and 0 against teams with quarterbacks who have a O in their last name. <laughs> That's Max Jones, Tyrod Taylor, Lamar Jackson, Joe Flacco, Cam Newton, Mike Glennon, Zach Wilson and Ian Book. They're 0 and 8 against teams with QBs that don't have an O in their last name. <laughs> Josh Allen, Derek Carr, Carson Wentz, Tom Brady, Trevor Lawrence, Matt Ryan, Josh Allen and Ryan Tannehill. So So you're saying they would have it. Who do they who do they play this week? Patriots. Max Jones. They're going to win. Miami's going to win this week. They play Max Jones again. So <laughs> That's uh, that's good news for the Ravens. We'll get into that in a little bit. But, guys, we got some news that we got to talk about. This past week was Big Ben's last game at Heinz Field. Hello, and welcome to Tetanation Tea Time. <laughs> what was that noise? Slurping. <laughs> oh, the T. The T. It sounds a little bit different for some reason. <laughs> You're drinking your tea a little weird today, man. Oh, sorry. There we go. There yeah, I just want I just want to say we got we got Troy coming in on FaceTime and uh he's 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 getting his own like I don't know if you heard ours mine and Christian's last conversation. It sounded like it was in studio, but it was actually virtual because Christian recorded his own audio on his mic. Troy's doing the same thing, so if it sounds really crystal clear Troy coming through that means we uh we, we successfully executed again and if you're hearing the phone audio then you know why <laughs> yeah if you hearing the phone audio um then I messed up somewhere along the way <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man but did you guys actually get a chance to watch that uh Steelers Browns game on Monday night I did yeah it was a uh, it was really cool to watch a guy who was drafted by an organization stay for what what's it been like 18 years that he's been playing with the Steelers and then also end in that home field with a win the way that he did because I mean if you take a look at the stats Big Ben didn't play great but it was still a win right so Big Ben hasn't played great in years yeah I'd say like the past two years yeah like there's it's been like a while where everyone's just kind of like are you going to stop? Yeah. Like, when are you going to stop? But no, it it is super cool to see, like you were saying, Christian, like he's been there forever. Pittsburgh loves him. He's brought two Super Bowls. One of them controversial, right, Noah? Yeah, he was down before the end zone for sure. <laughs> yeah. Let's still talk about that. The other one, also controversial, um, Kurt Warner was talking about the other day. He said that they should have won that one. So I feel like, uh, you know, but he, he's just one of those guys. Like he is one of the best quarterbacks all said and done that's ever played the game. Um, 
and it's going to be a, a really different. I don't know who's going to be there. Yeah, you take a look at the Steelers organization, and I feel like they're really reminiscent of the Packers. Like Steelers and Packers fan bases are, are pretty similar in the fact that, man, they've had a lot to be excited about just throughout the history of their organization. They've won a lot of Super Bowls. They've won a lot of championships. Um, and they've had just like these consistent quarterbacks over the years. You know, you take a look at, at the Steelers and like you, you had Terry Bradshaw for so long. You have a uh, real TB. Yeah. You have Ben Roethlisberger now for 18 years. And so I feel like it's, it's almost this bittersweet moment of like, yeah, we're excited to see Ben off and, you know, hopefully send him uh hopefully send him out of this season with a playoff spot but at the same time i mean you you look at what's coming around the corner and you're like okay is Dwayne Haskins our next starting QB is Mason Rudolph our next starting QB so i think they're in a in a similar spot to a lot of other teams that they're just trying to figure out okay what the heck do we do after this season you know yeah i have a couple answers one of them being Russell Wilson I know Noah doesn't want to hear it, um, but that would be one of the best days of my life, I think. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, no, I, I feel like the way it's been going down in Seattle, I think there's going to be changes next year. Something tells me it might be Pete Carroll, but then something also tells me that it's not going to be Pete Carroll. So... If it's not Pete Carroll, it's I, I think it's it's got to be one or the other. I don't I don't see both of them coming back next year. I think that's fair. I think that there's a lot of talk about what next year is going to look like, um, and I really haven't heard one thing, uh, you know, that's been kind of unanimous. Even I was watching Move the Sticks, and it was Bucky Brooks and Daniel Jeremiah. Bucky's like, you know, what does next year look like for the Seahawks? He's like, they're going to bring back Russ. They're going to bring back Pete. You got to do it. This is you know, this is what's been successful. You've said one year of this, you know, this down year, but you know, get back on track. And then immediately Daniel Jeremiah, like he's like, I couldn't disagree more. I think Russ is gone. And so you know, I don't see a lot of that with when it comes to these kind of big uh, talking points. So I don't know what next year looks like. I know that the Steelers quarterback, I think that's got to be the most attractive uh, spot to go for any quarterback, especially young quarterbacks, because you know the Steelers are loyal. You know that they like to keep their quarterbacks there for a long time. Obviously, like I think that Packers is a great comparison. You had Rodgers, you had Favre, you had Bart Starr, you had you know for this you had you had Ben for so long, uh, you had Bradshaw for so long. So I think whoever lands there, as long as they perform well, they could have that gig for you know the rest of their career. Um, Russ obviously has a little bit you know shorter uh, of a time left in his career than somebody like a Haskins or. I guess a Rudolph, which I don't think either of those guys are going to get the starting job. I think yeah. they might target somebody in the draft or they might target a Wilson. I could I could see them trying that. I think there's a lot of, you know, if Russ does want to leave, which I'm not sure if he does. I've been hearing so many different things. Uh, I know he said publicly he wants to stay. Who knows, you know, what, what the truth is in that. As a Was Seahawks, that him or Mr. Unlimited? <laughs> it, was, uh, it was dangerous, actually. Um, <laughs> okay. And, uh, and it was so, a chef. He <laughs> said, was, just let Russ cook. It was AB's chef. So as far as next year, if Russ wants to leave, I hope he leaves. I hope he, I hope he goes where he wants to go. I don't want him on our team if he doesn't want to be there. If he wants to stay, I hope we make it work. I hope he stays. But obviously there's a lot of really, uh, you know, potential landing spots for him next year all over the league. You got um, New Orleans, you got you got Denver, you got Atlanta, you got Carolina, obviously Pittsburgh we talked about, uh, maybe New York, uh, at least the Giants. I don't know. You know, there's a lot of different possibilities, and he's listed some of those as, you know, places he wouldn't reject getting traded to. So we'll see if, if that happens. I'm just kind of in this limbo right now. I just kind of want to know, you know, what's going to happen. But um, I'm I, I'm at peace either way. Yeah. You know, hopefully I think he'd, I'd want him in like maybe an AFC team just so I don't have to, you know, I don't want to have to play against him a ton each year. So, yeah. I was talking to, Steelers. to one of my boys from the uh, the Navy, and he's one of the biggest Seahawks fan I know, just ridiculous. One of those guys that you just want to punch in the face every time you see him. <laughs> um <laughs> But no, we were texting and he, and he was talking about, he's like, this is the first, um, Sunday watching a game that was meaningless for me, um, in like 10 years. And I was like, dang, like that, that must be tough, you know, but it does bring up that in the last 10 years, Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll have really put together something special, something that makes me angry and makes me <laughs> like want to punch people in the face. But that just goes to show that. For the last 10 years, they've been a problem. 
Um, so, you know, it, it, it's, it could be something that they can work out. Um, and, and he was actually my, my buddy B Pat, he was saying that, um, he's like, he said that, uh, the defensive coordinator needs to be fired and then thrown in jail. So I don't know how you feel about that, Noah. Ken Norton Jr. He wants him to be fired and thrown in jail. And I threw in after that. I'm like, and maybe even executed. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to, like, take a man's job, but maybe his life, you know? (laughs) Um, And uh, he said he he figured out his scheme over the last three years. It's the only way you can allow the most yards in the league, but also the fewest amount of big plays. And you just run prevent defense every single play. So that's the Seahawks, I guess. They just run prevent defense, and that's how they just allow all these yards, but never like these big long touchdowns. And it's hard for Russell Wilson to play in that type of scheme. So maybe Russell Wilson saying, hey, no matter what I do, no matter what, when I cook, no matter how much Russell Wilson magic I'm putting out there, I can't play like when I had the Legion of Boom, we were in the Super Bowl. Yeah. When I have this when I have this coach that needs to be executed uh publicly, <laughs> um <laughs> you know, just hanging from the rafters, you know, uh then I can't win. I don't even make the playoffs. So I don't know. Man, that means a lot coming from you, those those nice words you said about the Seahawks. And like you said, yeah, we've had a good last 10 years. I did say I wanted to murder their defense coordinator. <laughs> you heard that, right? I, I, I heard parts that, that were nice. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Ken Norton Jr. Yeah. You can throw in Wilson in there too. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you know any Seahawks fan, any like true Seahawks fan will know the, know the, uh, the expression, yards don't matter. Uh, that's definitely been something that all Seahawks fans have known about our, our defense the last couple of years, especially. So, uh, I'm, it's kind of a it's kind of a, a very draining approach for fans. But yeah, we've we've had a good last ten years. So if this is the end of the ride with Russ, you know, I really, you know, as a fan, I think the Seahawks have won the most games out of any team in the last ten years besides the Patriots. So that's a that's a that's a really big accomplishment. I don't maybe not counting this year, but. Uh, it's a really big accomplishment, so I can't complain as a fan. We've had a really good ride, and however it shakes out, it'll be it'll be fun to see. But next year, you know, there's a there's who knows what's going to happen. I'm I'm excited to see who's going to fill that Steelers quarterback spot. You know, even if it's Russ. Noah, did you say if if you if Russell Wilson wasn't on the Seahawks this next year, you would get a tattoo of his face on your butt? Is that what you said? <laughs> you know, as much as that sounds like me, uh, <laughs> might have might have been somebody else. Yeah, just okay. a little portrait. With let Russ cook around it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I think that the the Seahawks are in a spot where they could kind of take take on what uh, two other teams are doing, right? They can be like the Patriots were a few years ago where, where Brady was over it. You know, Brady was ready to leave. Um, and the Patriots had a super down year. The only thing is, I don't know if Seahawks are going to get another QB like like a Mac Jones or another QB like Russell Wilson. So, I mean, the Patriots really lucked out with that. But I could have seen the Patriots being bad for a few years, right? Um, they were definitely bad last year, though. So they could either be like that. They could be like last year's Patriots. Or they can be like what I think is going to be like next year's Packers. Because the Packers going into this season, there was a ton of drama, a ton of thoughts about, man, Rodgers is going to be traded. I know there was a lot of talk about him going to the Broncos or something like that. But now you take a look at that situation, and it looks like Rodgers is going to be staying where he's at. It looks like he's happy playing football again. It looks like he's kind of mended some things with the organization. I heard that the Packers are going to use the franchise tag on Devontae Adams. So Devontae Adams is still going to be there. So now it's like, okay, they are the number one seed in the NFC. They're, they've they've seen that, man, even with, the, even with the tension they can have, they can still win and they can still make it to the championship. So why are we going to change anything? I think... Russ stays for one more year. They have a really good year. They're going to make the playoffs. And I think they're going to say, why do we want to change anything? Let's, let's ride this out for a little bit longer. So yeah, I think Russ I is like going to stay. The only personally. guy weirder than Rogers is Russell Wilson. <laughs> oh yeah. Russ and is so, yeah. Russ is a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they they are very similar um, in that, that they, they like posting videos and talking and they like um, being weird. Uh, so, and they're both great at football. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I can see that happening. Do you guys remember that video that Russell Wilson posted after he uh, signed the contract? After the, 
like his new contract was finished. It was him and uh, he was like hiding his wife and then she was like, go Hawks. (laughs) They were like in bed together and he's like, he's like, deal's done. Deal's done, baby. He's like, go Hawks. Oh, gosh, Russ. It was was cringy. I got, I definitely got, you know, the fan goggles on. As soon as he would leave the Seahawks, I think I would see him a little differently, you know, and like. It's like it's when when it, when it's on your team, you know, you love the Kermit voice. When you, when it's on your team, you love the weirdness. But I I see it. No, I, objectively, Russ is a weird guy. I, quick question: rank these three players by by weirdness. You got Russell Wilson, you got Cam Newton, and you got Antonio Brown. Go. Ooh, I think it's got to be A B at the top for sure. And then uh, hey, I don't know if you guys heard this, but A B might be you know. There's a lot of doctors out there saying that he's mentally unstable. Um, everyone became like a CTE specialist over the weekend and started talking about all that. Uh, but yeah, because that Vontez perfect hit, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know, hit. man. AB, I feel like to blame what AB's doing on CTE is like weird because one, we don't know if AB has CTE, and two. AB's been weird since forever. Um, there was a shift after that hit, though. I feel like it did yeah. really shift pretty hard. <laughs> Different kind of we weird. We need to pay pay more respect to Mike Tomlin for nine seasons oh. of Big Ben, <laughs> AB, and Le'Veon Bell, um, and Juju, where he just kept them all together. Boo Boo Smith, Boo Boo Smith, Boo-Boo <laughs> you know Schuster. what I mean? Like, dude, I love Mike AB, Tomlin. We never heard AB being weird. Until he started like having a problem with the Steelers, and that was just too much. But I feel like Tomlin kept it under wraps, and he and he was a good. He was like, maybe we need to go back and retroactively give Coach of the Year to Mike Tomlin for yeah. consecutive years. I mean, Mike Tomlin because literally every single place AB's been after the Steelers, he hasn't been there long, and something really weird has happened. <laughs> yeah, man, Mike Tomlin knows you know, how to handle his locker room. And the crazy part about Mike Tomlin is that he's had 15 consecutive seasons as a head coach where he has not ever once had a losing record. Crazy. That's insane. And that's even this year. he's going to have it again this year. Yeah. 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 Even when it looked like it wasn't going to happen, he, it's like, it's like, it's like the law of gravity. Just, it won't allow anything else to happen. Crazy. Y'all remember when AB showed up to practice in a hot air balloon? No, did that happen? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see that one. It watch watch the hard knocks on hard knocks. Um, Raiders. AB was on the Raiders for a little bit. He never played a game. I don't think for I them. I think he but played he one was on game. the Raiders. Okay, maybe one game preseason. Yeah. The team's already been practicing for like two weeks. Like hard knocks. It's like this is like episode two or three, and AB's nowhere to be found. Everyone's like, "Where's AB? Where's AB?" And AB just. They're like, hey, look, it's a hot air balloon. And he just rolls into practice on a hot air balloon. Okay, that's <laughs> hold on. Hold on. And hot air balloons, they're not, they're not, they're not fast vehicles. So they're not they, fast they at see, all. Like, they see A B. They're like, oh, there he is. Ten minutes later, he's still descending <laughs> down and he hasn't reached the ground yet. Yeah, bro. It was by far one of the craziest things I've ever seen. And then he starts talking about how he got his foot frozen in that cry cryogenic. Yes chamber and he couldn't practice because his feet were freight like frostbit yeah that was, was just an, oh, oh, a nut yeah i mean the raiders and antonio brown honestly were like the ultimate combination because if you guys have been taking a look and following what's going on with the raiders this year i swear every week there's like a new player who gets arrested dui thrown in jail like Something is going on with the Raiders. Yeah, man. How how did how do you be that guy who just got a DUI sleeping in front of like when when what happened with Henry Ruggs happened? Like, how could you even allow that? Like, I'm sure the Raiders had many talks after the Henry Ruggs thing yeah. where they were like, "Yo, no one even get close to drinking and driving, and that fool's gonna be sleeping behind." Like, what the? Heck? And don't forget about Damon Arnett uh, going on Instagram Live threatening somebody's life. <laughs> telling, That's right. Telling them he's going to kill him. 
showing guns and stuff like that. Like, crazy. The Raiders are nuts, man. Yeah. But they still might make the playoffs. They still could make the playoffs. Yeah. Crazy. Raiders, I mean, part of me wants to blame the fact that they're in Vegas. It's just such a temptation to just go nuts. Yeah. But <laughs> Sin still. City, baby. I mean, you don't hear about that thing, about those things happening in Green Bay. But Green Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, well, yeah. You can drive drunk in Green Bay and, like, you'll never kill a soul. Just a moose. <laughs> just a moose. Yeah. yeah. Moose don't have souls. <laughs> okay. Okay. So going back to AB, because I, I almost forgot that we need to touch on this. Um, what the heck happened this past weekend? <laughs> so middle of Jets Bucks game, he just the best way I can put it is he strips and dips. You know, <laughs> he, he takes off his jersey, takes off his pads, runs out of that that stadium shirtless. And uh, even the Jets security guards were like, is that a streaker? Oh, no, that's just AB. <laughs> that's Antonio I, Brown. On, when I first saw it, I didn't even know that that happened like during the game. I thought that that was just like happening like pregame. Or, yeah, just being silly during warmups. Yeah, like being a weirdo. And then I'm like, oh, no, that actually happened like and AB's gone. Um, there's another angle that I saw where it had uh, Evans and Evans was over there like trying to pull his jersey back down yeah that's a good so, teammate right there yeah everyone else though like no one no coaches no one was like telling him anything like you could tell that they were they they were just done with ab they're like hey ab's gonna flip yeah. out and leave like the only guy that was trying to stop him was mike evans man yeah so essentially what happened was uh ab felt like he was too hurt i don't know if his ankle or something or mm-hmm. shoulder i don't know what it was but he felt like he was too hurt to go back in the game and they said, no, you clear, you know, you're cleared medically. You have to go back in. We're, we're, we're telling you to go back in. He's like, no, I don't want to go back in. I'm not healthy. And so that pissed him off. And then he walks off and then Evans tries to talk to him. Presumably, I, I imagine he said something like, come on, AB, don't, you know, don't take your shirt off and, and leave the stadium. And AB's like, don't tell me what to do. And uh, that's when we saw the video emerge. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw this, but he was 56 yards away from $333,000. Uh, bonus. He was eight catches away from another $333,000 bonus. And he was one touchdown away from another $333,000 bonus. So that he left a million dollars on the table. Yeah, man, the different lives we lead. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) for me, I, I would, I would strip on a, on a football field and, uh, run out there for a million dollars. He's doing yeah, it exactly. to avoid making a million dollars. <laughs> exactly, man. I, uh, ridiculous. I guess he doesn't need the money. Yeah, crazy, man. But I do have to say that um, the his his former um chef that he that he fired was doing good because he he looked good. His oh, yeah. abs were. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His abs were nice. Yeah, I'm sure he's got um, a new chef now. But uh, yeah, maybe maybe he's doing TB12. Honestly. He might be doing, and that was the other thing too. Tom Brady, he like came to his rescue. At, like I don't know if you guys saw that, but Brady oh, was yeah. like, "Hey, let's not be too hard." I mean, it's probably because AB still lives with him, um, and he didn't <laughs> like. I don't want him to break to, like, my stuff. A trashed house. He's <laughs> like, personally, I love Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah. I think what he AB, did was if you're listening the to right this, move. Uh, please don't destroy my house. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I mean, honestly, the craziest part about that was the fact that uh, the Bucks wound up winning that game too. Because initially, when I first saw it, I thought Antonio Brown was just upset that they were losing, and then he's like, "I'm done. This this team's trash." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Dang, what a what a turn!" Uh, he's like, "Robert Sala, come get me." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but man, Brady, in typical Brady fashion, he winds up finding a way to win. You know. Finding another receiver that no one's ever heard of before. Yeah, for real. Who was yeah. that guy that caught that ball? Uh, Cyril Grayson Jr., I believe. I, I think yeah. I'm pronouncing I'm, his I'm name never right. going to hear that guy's name again, I don't think. The, the crazy thing is he didn't even play football in college. He, he did track yeah. and field and then went undrafted, and now he's out here catching clutch touchdowns. From Tom Brady. Wow. From Tom Brady. What a story. Yeah. You see the other guy on the Jets, the defender that uh, went over and like made Tom Brady sign a football. Yeah, yeah. He he got an interception. And he's like, oh, I need Brady to sign this. Yeah, yeah. I saw <laughs> something clown. that was like, uh, 
even Brady's mistakes are other people's trophies. That's hilarious. Actually, I, I heard uh, there was a story of, um, I think it was, uh, what's his name, Herm Edwards? Is that his name? The jet, the, like yeah. the, the legend, yeah, the, uh, that, that like miracle game against the Giants. Um, he, when he picked off Joe, uh, oh shoot, what's his name? What's the, uh, Broadway Joe, Joe Namath. Joe Namath, yeah. Joe Namath, uh, back in the day, yeah, he, he, he wanted to go over and ask him to sign it. But then he ended up not doing it because he felt like that was disrespectful. But I guess that's that's a normal thing to do now. With if it's yeah. Tom Brady, you have to. Yeah, man. If you pick off a legend, you kind of need to get that sign. So good on him for. I feel like Tom Brady might be one of the only guys you can do that to, though. Yeah, yeah. Just like where he is in his career, that dude's never gonna pick off Tom Brady again. Probably. He's a Jet. Tom Brady's a Buccaneer. They probably won't. Even, they might not even play ever again. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'd do it for uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, just because in my book. Fitzpatrick is a legend, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. <laughs> hey, is he still is he still on Washington? I know Taylor Heineke is their starter right now. I believe, but. yeah, he's he's still his contract is still with them. Yeah, dope. The Washington Admirals. Ooh, Ooh. let's talk about this. So Washington football team, uh, as of February second, twenty twenty two, will no longer be the Washington football team. They are uh, they have an announced they have announced that they have a new name. They have new uniforms. They've shown a few clips with with different images of their uniforms. It looks like they've got some nice stars on there. The uniforms look pretty clean from what we can see. Uh, but I think everyone's so curious to find out what the name is. And Troy, you want to talk about uh, the leak that went down? Yeah, so apparently some guy who has nothing better to do with his life than to just search up <laughs> random names on the internet he typed in like WashingtonAdmirals.com and when he clicked enter, it went to the Washington football team's page. So the Washington football team already bought the rights to WashingtonAdmirals.com and uh, yeah, so then he put it out there. Hey, they already have the domain. This is it. And you know, it, maybe it's not. Maybe they bought numerous at, uh, you know, domains that they were thinking about, but uh, I think he typed in like Red Wolves and they didn't go to their homepage. So yeah, here's the weird thing about it though. Uh, now when you type in WashingtonAdmirals.com, I I literally just did this, so this is as recent as you can be. Uh, it takes you to the Giving Kitchen, dot org. So I don't know. <laughs> so you're telling me that they now and this it, is it's a in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a conspiracy going on with the Giving Kitchen in Atlanta, Georgia. They're, they've partnered up with the Washington football team Admirables. Admirals. <laughs> oh, maybe they just changed to the Admirables. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think I don't know, why else would the Washington Admirals page lead you to Washington football team? But it yeah, could be an Admiral a PR makes stunt, sense you know? for like military, Washington, D.C., stars, like it kind of all kind of comes together. Yeah, it fits the uniform. The only issue, though, I was talking to Noah about this before the pod. Uh, there's already a famous Washington Admiral, uh, Admirals. Why do I keep saying Admirals? There's already a famous, <laughs> the famous, name, <laughs> there's already a famous Washington Admirals team out there. Uh, the Washington Admirals of the major league quidditch quidditch yeah did you say quidditch for those of you who don't know uh is a sport found in the harry potter books um harry potter was actually quite good at the sport you know he uh collected the golden snitch the 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 snitch he was a seeker yeah yeah and so uh so the washington admirals now are football or quidditch i don't know it's it's confusing where would you draft harry in like fantasy for quidditch Number one? He's oh. the only one I know, so he'd have to be. <laughs> I don't think I would draft him one, though, because literally everyone in the stands is always putting spells on that fool. He's always, like, <laughs> falling to his death. Um, like, he wins yeah, he, games. He gets, the, he gets the Aaron Donald treatment for sure. Yeah, like, they, they do too much to him, man. They're trying to block him at all costs. I might I might have to go with Draco Draco Malfoy, bro. Nah, man. He's he's falling off his broom. They're they're casting spells on him too. You got Harry's girl Hermione over there on the edge casting spells on him. Hermione knows what she's doing, dude. See, Draco is kind of uh, you know uh, Quidditch score dependent, so he he needs those uh, those bludgeons to go through the goalpost to get his fantasy points. I don't trust it. Yeah, is this league PPR or how does that? 
How does that affect things? Points per potion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> PPP. PPP. <laughs> 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 oh, 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 man. Anyways, so Washington Admirals. It's uh, <laughs> I mean, is, is there another name that you guys think well, would have been better? I, I can't unhear Admirables. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's got to be that, right? Yeah, for me, I, I like the Red Wolves. I know that they like looked into it and they said legally, like it's it's just too messy to to become any sort of wolves. Um, but I, I always felt like why is that? Because uh, too many other organizations are called wolves. That's why I got upset when I saw the Washington Admirals of Quidditch because I was like, oh, but this isn't too difficult. <laughs> Whatever, man. But uh, I liked Red Wolves. I liked Red Tails. I thought that was a good one. Yeah, I still the like Red Tails guy was kind of cool. Yeah. I think they were trying to distance themselves from a racial thing, and that might have brought them right back into a racial thing. Yeah, but it was a cooler racial so. thing, you know. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm excited for February second. We'll see uh, where we go. You guys want to get into? Yeah, they're some, gonna uh, be like they're gonna be like and drum roll please, and everyone's literally gonna be yeah we already knew. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'd be cool. You know, it'd be cool. February second. That's Groundhog's Day, right? I think so. If they were Uh-oh. the Washington Groundhogs. Ooh. Genius. They're like, hey, guess what? We were going to announce it, but we have six more weeks until we announce it now. <laughs> wink, wink. Sorry, guys. Ron Rivera saw his shadow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, let's get into uh, some of the top moments from last week with some hottest and hottest. My balls was hot. Yeah, boys. Hottest and naughtest of the week. My hottest of the week would have to be Tom Brady. I know we already talked about this a little bit, but Tom Brady just does this time after time after time after time. Every time you think that a team's going to beat Tom Brady, he comes down and he delivers in the end. He threw a pass to a guy that I had never heard of before to get that touchdown. Um, Chris Godwin, one of his best receivers, is done. Antonio Brown ripped his clothes off. He's done. Um, Gronkowski uh, was having a good game, and and Evans is there. But, man, like, playoff Lenny is out, and they just keep kind of coming around and and keep getting it done. I think he's going to be the MVP this season, and I think he just had a really, really good Week 17, let's see with week week 18 what he, what he can do. I like that. I like that. Yeah, he could get MVP. I hope he does. Hope the uh, the GOAT gets it done. Um, for me, I got to go. I hate to do it. I hate to go to my own team. But, um, man, it's it's been a while since I've seen explosive running back play like I did this week. Rashad Penny running all over the line, scoring two tutters. It was, uh, it was a thing of beauty, man. And it's Rashad Penny's this guy that I've just been waiting to see break out because he was a, a high draft pick. Um, he just he just couldn't stay healthy. So I got to give props where props you know is earned, and that's Rashad Penny uh, going off. And man, I don't know if we're gonna if we're gonna give him a big contract in this off season, um, you know, because he does have those injury concerns. But you know, if we never can, pay running backs, yeah, that's that's kind of my thing too. Because we have we have two good backups too, and we have Chris Carson still. Um, I, like we we got DJ Dallas, we got Travis Homer. So you know, if it's just like a you know, if we say goodbye to him, then that's you know that's okay. But proud of the guy for for having his uh, another breakout game for Rashad Penny. Yeah, I think Adrian Peterson probably had a lot to do with the development of Rashad Penny and getting him to where he was. But man, I swear every time I had him on one of my fantasy teams, and every time I checked my phone, Rashad Penny made a big play. Rashad Penny got a touchdown, and I was loving it. Yeah. Uh, man, my, my hottest for the week, it has to go to the Bengals offense. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, these two guys, I hated it because it, it was against the Chiefs and the Chiefs could have locked up the one seed if they got a win back to back this week and next or this week and last week. But it didn't happen because the Bengals offense is just insanely good right now. These young, these young guys are lighting it up every week. There's a new guy just kind of coming out with this awesome play 80 yard touchdown 60 yard touchdown jamar chase he had this one play where he shook about five chiefs defenders which again heartbreaking to watch but as a lover of just good football i was amazed jamar chase he he might be the offensive rookie of the year i know i know mac jones is killing it too 
but Jamar Chase is just playing like crazy. It's a tight race. Jamar Chase really made his case. I think he just became the favorite after last week to win that award. Yeah, agreed. My balls got shot off. Oh. <laughs> they gone, boys. They gone. <laughs> this week's naughtiest balls, no balls, are the good old boys with no balls, the Cowboys. Oh. A lot of people thought the Cowboys were going to be a Super Bowl contender. Um, a lot of people still think that. I don't. And uh, I think... A week like last week kind of shows me that the Cowboys are really good at beating really bad teams. Yeah. And uh, they're not that good at beating good teams. And so, man, they they couldn't get anything done offensively. I feel like their offense was such a, a juggernaut at the beginning of the year. And now it's just kind of not, not going. Um, they couldn't get anything going in the first half. Second half, they kind of made it a little closer, but I mean, Dak Prescott's been up and down the whole year. Michael Gallup tore his ACL, um, and and Ezekiel Elliott's kind of been like being a no-show. He had like one of his worst rushing. Uh, I think he only had like forty-five uh, yards. So, and even the offensive line of the of the Dallas Cowboys was getting wrecked by Chandler Jones. And so, I literally. I don't know, man. I have no faith in the Cowboys like usual. Yeah, their defense is playing pretty lights out this season, but their offense, it just based off of last week, it looks like they, they've fallen asleep at the wheel and they need to wake up a little bit. Uh, yeah, my, my noddest take for this week is just the Dolphins. You know, the Dolphins, they, they were running for the playoffs. They had a chance. All they needed to do was beat the Derrick Henryless Titans or the Titans without Derrick Henry, which, I mean, the Titans, I don't know. There's something about the Titans these past few weeks where they've really just flipped the script. They've learned how to pass. They've learned how to use Ryan Tannehill. They've learned how to use A.J. Brown. Um, and it just looks like the Dolphins couldn't stop them. But when you're right on the cusp of a playoff spot, you you got to make those big plays, big-time plays, big-time moments, big-time games, and they just couldn't pull it out. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Um, man, they almost had it. I, yeah, I was hoping they'd get in. That would have been a good story. Uh, for my noddest, uh, it's got to go to the Browns O-line. You guys, are supposed, you guys are supposed to have the best O-line in football. How are you going to let Baker Mayfield get sacked nine times? That, it was, they, were, they, were, they, couldn't stop, they couldn't stop TJ Watt, couldn't stop Hayward, couldn't stop uh, some other guys that I'd never really heard of on the, on the Steelers' uh, defensive line. Everyone was getting through. Oh, everyone was getting a piece of Baker. Yeah, so much so that Baker's not going to play this last game. He's going to undergo surgery because he just he got destroyed in this game. T.J. Watt, um, man, I think he had four sacks or something. Yeah, four yeah. sacks, two pass deflections. Oh. The guy was he 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 was chirping at Baker a little bit, letting him know I'm in your head. Yeah, I'm in your head. Oh, he was having he was having so much fun. He actually he could have gotten five sacks. I don't know if you saw this one play. He had a clear shot at Baker and he was about to wrap him up, and his teammate comes out of like nowhere and and takes takes big bigger down himself what you're supposed to do i guess but yeah. for me he's he was my pick for defensive player of the year i think he'll still get it but i just wanted that for him yeah. uh to kind of seal that lock that up so that that upset me but guys like yeah if, if browns if you don't have the good old line what do you have you guys don't trust your quarterback you had an average receiving core especially without odell um you got a defense that couldn't stop Najee harris what do you guys got if you don't got a good old line figure it out That was they got L's and not as they got hell. Oh, wait, they got what? L's hell. L's L's. <laughs> oh, L's as in losses. I thought he was losses. saying yeah, 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 yeah. I thought he was saying health. <laughs> They've got their health. Nick <laughs> <laughs> Chubb and Green Hunt were gone for so long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought man. you were saying bells. <laughs> Oh man, but oh, hey, let's uh let's take a look at this upcoming week. We've got a lot of people on the move playoff wise. Um specifically five teams uh in the AFC who still can seal up a playoff spot this week and two teams in the NFC who can seal it up. We're looking at 
the Colts, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Ravens, and the Steelers for the AFC. And we've got the Saints and the 49ers for the NFC. So I wanted to hear your guys' takes on who you think is going to seal up those spots. Um, so, yeah, Noah, yeah, what I do got, you think? I got mine, yeah. Um, yeah, I had, I had to just go in and just pick each one of these games, you know. Um, honestly, the toughest one to pick is the Niners-Rams game. I think the Rams, on paper, should be able to handle it, no problem. But they obviously have some trouble with the Niners. Uh, but the fact that Jimmy G won't be there definitely doesn't help the Niners at all. So um, that game is just too much of a toss-up. So when I break down the other games, I think Colts handle their business. Um, I don't know who's going to win between Steelers-Ravens, but I don't think it's going to matter because I think the Colts are going to win. And uh, I think the Chargers beat the Raiders, although that could be, you know, Raiders could win that. So for me, I got an AFC. I got Chargers and Colts making it in. And I don't know if the Niners are going to beat the Rams, but I think that there's just too much, you know, going on. Saints could lose to the Falcons, so I have the Niners making it in, sadly making it into the playoffs on the NFC side. Yeah, I like that. I'm going Chargers, Colts as well. I think that the Chargers are going to win the game against the Raiders. I think that the Colts are are pretty much a shoe in to beat the Jaguars. And if the Colts just need to win to get in, I think they're a lock. The Chargers, I mean, especially after last week, you saw uh, Justin Herbert throw his 35th passing touchdown, breaking Phillip Rivers' passing touchdown record for a single season for the Chargers. Um, man, they, yeah, I think Chargers and Colts are shoe-ins for those last two spots in the AFC. I think taking a look at the NFC, I actually like the Saints over the Niners for that spot. The Niners are currently in that spot, but I think that the Rams are still fighting for the NFC West crown. Um, and if they lose and the Cardinals win, Cardinals take that away from them. So I think that the Rams are still going to want to win. They're going to they're going to pound into the 49ers. And then I think that the Saints have enough uh, firepower to beat the Falcons, especially on that defense. Saints defense has kind of been carrying them all season. So I'm going Chargers, Colts and Saints in the playoffs. Troy, what about you? This one's kind of difficult um, for me on the AFC side. I don't know who's going to win that Chargers Raiders game. I feel like I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of feel like the Raiders are going to win for some reason. Um, You know what? I'm just going to be different. You know, I'm going to go Raiders. Raiders over Chargers. Um, And then, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but the Colts have always been historically bad against the Jaguars. They've actually lost the last three games in Jacksonville. Um, The Colts have, so... Are they playing in Jacksonville this week? They are. Dang. And they could. there could be a little weird thing there um, with that. So I don't know how that, if the Colts lost and the Chargers lost, could the Chargers still get in? If the Colts lost and the Chargers lost, no. The Chargers, the only way they make it into the playoffs is, is if, if they, they get beat in. the Raiders. Or, or here's another weird... Uh, potential way that the Chargers that the Chargers sneak into the playoffs, if the Colts tie or sorry, if the Colts lose against the Jaguars, and the Raiders and Chargers decide to tie, then the Raiders and Chargers both make it to the playoffs. And it sounds like what you're saying is that the Colts <laughs> could potentially lose to the Jaguars. Yeah, this is what I'm actually gonna say. Okay, this is what I'm actually gonna say. The Raiders beat the Chargers. The Colts lose to the Jaguars making the Colts not in and Pittsburgh is going to sneak in with an Indianapolis loss and Las Vegas chargers game does not end in a tie. Whoa. Big Ben. One last ride, baby. Let's go. I like that. Honestly, I would love to see that. That'd be great. One last ride. Here we go. Um, and that would just be funny that like the Colts have been this kind of like juggernaut all year and they don't make it like it's kind of, it would just be interesting. That's the annoying thing about the Colts because I really like the Colts. I think that their team it looks super solid. I like a lot of their receivers. I like their running back a lot. It's Carson Wentz, man. They just don't got a good I just don't quarterback. I, that's the thing. There's some games where I look at Carson Wentz and I'm like, man, this guy is so good. Like he he should be able to carry this team. And then there's other days where I'm like, why is he their starter? <laughs> he's he's awful. And so I just never know what to expect. Did you see that touchdown he threw? Which touchdown? He threw a touchdown that was like 
should have been intercepted three times. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the one that T.Y. Hilton grabbed. Yeah. Yeah, it bounced off yeah, of, like, like, three defenders' hands, and then T.Y. Yeah. Hilton was just standing there in the end zone. I don't even think he, he knew where the touch- ball was. He just had his he hands out. He a touchdown for that. That's why watching football, man, like, sometimes you see stats, and you're like, this guy's really good, and he's not. Like, <laughs> Just right place at the right time. I don't – well, when I watch Carson Wentz, I don't think he's good. When I see his stats, I'm like – and his, like, winning percentage and stuff, I'm kind of like, oh. Maybe he is good, and then I watch him, and yeah. I'm like, nah, he ain't good. There's been a lot of games this season where I feel like the Colts should have won, so if they, I mean, if they don't make it in, it's really just on them, you know? Like, they've had yeah. so many opportunities. They've had so many opportunities to win the AFC South, too, and they just didn't seal it up. So It's the same thing with, like, in the other way, like Joe Burrow. Sometimes you the stats don't show, like, how good he is. I think Joe Burrow's really, really good. Yeah. He's definitely a top five um, QB. Another guy's like Kirk Cousins. Stats look great. You watch him play, you're like, oh, you good? You good, bro? Yeah. But yeah, so that's my AFC picture. I don't think that's going to happen, but that was just kind of a little math, little math wizardry there that, that gets Big Ben back in there. Um, I like that. And then for the NFC, I got to go against the Niners. I think the Saints are going to beat the Falcons, and I think the Rams are going to beat the Niners, get the Rams out, I mean, get the Niners out of there. I don't want to see them in the playoffs at all, so <laughs> get them out. Yeah, I'd be I'd be happy with that. Yeah, <sighs> I like the Saints. And there's also this other stat that I saw. It was something about, um, man, Green Bay and the 49ers, that whenever Green Bay and the 49ers play um, and the 49ers lose to Green Bay – the 49ers miss the playoffs. But whenever the 49ers beat Green Bay, they make it into the playoffs. I actually think that they beat Green Bay in the championship game every year they face each other and they win. So, I mean, is it the Rodgers curse, right? Rodgers curse hitting 49ers, making them miss the playoffs this year? I think it might be. I hope so. Yeah. There you go. Rodgers locked in your, your hopes long ago, Troy. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right, let's get into uh, some Tutter and Shutter. Tutter and Shutter is brought to you by Bloodshed Inc. Tutter and Shutter brought to you by Bloodshed Inc. Um, Shunk Shunk was Noah last week? Yeah, it actually helped because we did it over text, which maybe we should do that every week. We did. We did. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't even say. We uh, we missed you guys last week. Didn't do an episode. Um but we were there in spirit. Mm-hmm. We still got our tutters out. We still got the shutters out. And we have our giveaway, guys. If you guys are listening to this and you haven't entered into the giveaway prior to the playoffs, we're going to be picking. I think it's actually going to be on next week's episode. We're going to pick our winner. We teamed up with uh, 95 Cross and uh, just great guys over there. Love football. Love talking about football. Um, coaching football. Drawn up plays, just the the getting in conversation with those guys over there is just, it's awesome. We love talking about football, so it was, it was a, a match made in heaven. Those dime shirt are sick. I don't even like Rodgers or Mahomes, <laughs> um, but I want to wear it. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, and the thing, even if like so, like for me, if I I'm trying to get that Rodgers shirt, I want to gift it to uh, my other brother-in-law, huge Packers fan. I know he'd love that, and it's it's like a if you know any fans of these teams, great gift too. So keep that in mind. Yeah. All right. Troy, Let's you're starting us off today, man. Starting it off for the last Tutter. The la- oh, we also we also have to talk about this. Um I chose the Cardinals twice <laughs> for Tutters. Christian chose the Patriots twice. Sadly, one of my Cardinals hits didn't hit and pay- and you know, also sadly for me, uh Christian's Patriots hit twice. So Noah now on week 18 has a chance that he can tutter anyone he wants um, just to keep it, you know, keep it uh, even, even over here in the tutter and shutter world. Oh, it always gets here. It always gets to the point where Troy wants to pick the Cardinals a third time. <laughs> you want the Cardinals to win this week? That's weird, man. That's super <laughs> no, weird. I don't. I don't. I really don't. But it's um, the quick thing about yeah the Cardinals game. 
I get normal matchup, you know, Cardinals Seahawks. Cardinals tend to have the Seahawks numbered, but you know, if you really believe this could be Russ's last game as a Seahawk, and if Russ knows that, you got to know he's going to be he's got to be balling out. I, I would imagine. Yeah, let Russ balls. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go Titans. Titans over Texans. I haven't chose the Titans for a tutter so far, which is good for me. And uh, Titans need to lock up that number one seed. Um, the Bengals helped them out a lot last week by kicking the Chiefs. I don't know how the Chiefs lost again. That was crazy. Um, yeah, and they yeah. they got out to such a big lead in the first half too. I think they were up by like almost thirty points, twenty eight points. Something yeah, literally, like that. we were sitting there while the game was going on, and someone was talking to you, Christian. You were like, "Yeah, the Chiefs are <laughs> they found it somehow," and then they end up losing it. I'm just like, "What is going on here?" Yeah, man. It was a rough week. Noah, who you got for Tutter, man? Tutter, um, I tried. I looked around. There's really no team that uh, I've already picked that I think I'd want to pick again. Um, so I'm going to Tutter Washington. They got a lot of hype coming into this game. Obviously, uh, a lot of you know this team knows um, this is their last game as the Washington football team. You know, you want you want that to be ended with a win. You want to have the hype going into the offseason to announce this name. I think that they have more to play for than the Giants do, and I think that they would. You know, even if the Giants had something to play for, I think that, you know, Washington would still beat them. So it feels like a safe tutter. Uh, yeah, tutter in Washington over the Giants. I like that. I'm going to be tuttering the Saints this week. I believe in them. Um, I, I believe that Taysom Hill is going to be starting back at quarterback. So that's going to be a big upgrade from Ian Book. Um, I like Taysom Hill. I think he can win the Saints some games, especially against the Falcons, who... Um, Man, you just never know what to expect from the Falcons. Um, but going over to Shutter, man, I, I just I'm taking a look at this, and I feel like this is the game that keeps catching my eye: Steelers Ravens. And I think I want to shutter the Ravens. Mm. I came into this season shuttering the Steelers, and it didn't work out for me. I'm gonna shutter the Ravens because I think that yeah. They're going to give uh, Big Ben at least a shot at the playoffs this year. Nice. Nice, yeah. Those are uh, those are some good game picks. I like that second one especially. Yeah, that'll be a, a lot of games. To, I mean, only really a couple games to keep your eyes on this week. Obviously, Chargers-Raiders is the biggest one. Yeah. Uh, all right, for my shutter, um, I'm going to shutter the Packers. Uh, it, it feels... Uh, uh. <laughs> the uh, Packers, <laughs> I don't think they're going to be starting any of their starters. They shouldn't. Mm. They don't need to. They, they, this game doesn't matter at all to them. I don't trust. I don't trust Jordan Love, and it's the Lions. They're going up against the Lions. They, they might have more to play for than anybody this week. It's you know they're a team with a lot of pride, a team that I love to watch. So uh, oh, I see what yeah. you did there. Yeah, I think. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> Lion pride. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think I think wow. that they they end the season with a win, and you know Packers don't really care, so everybody wins. Does that screw up the Lions? Does that screw up the Lions draft pick though? Mm. It, it, uh, it could. It I don't think they care yeah. though. At least the no. people, the people who are playing and coaching, I don't think that they care as much. So I agree. Dan Campbell said, "Take your draft picks. I want a dub." <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. I'm in a little bit of a debacle because I've been saving this team for a long time, and I'm really glad that Noah didn't choose them because he was also looked like he was saving this team for his shutter. The Jaguars. We mm-hmm. both haven't used as a shutter, but I just, with my other picks, like the other thing we did said the Jaguars were going to beat the Colts and now I'm in like a little bit of a debacle. Yeah. Honestly, I, that was, I had my eye on that and then you talked me out of it with the whole Jaguar thing. Yeah. So I might have to. I don't know if this helps you at all, but keep in mind the Jaguars currently have the number one pick. The Lions have the second mm. pick. So I don't know, maybe, you know. Maybe they don't care as much because maybe they are a team. I mean, last year they had the number one pick too, which is crazy, by the way. The fact All right, that let, let's let's keep in step with my picks. I'm gonna say Saints over Falcons. Falcons are my shutter. All right, I like it. Let's lock it you in. know what that means? We gotta wait. No, you can't shut at the Falcons because I tuttered the Saints. Oh man! You're right. You're right. Ah, I was so excited. I was so excited. You can shutter the Saints. We can have a negative ghostwriter. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to do what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to go Jaguars, guys. I know it's going to go against my take, 
but maybe I'm just hedging, you know, hedging the hedges. <laughs> All right. So you got Titans winning, Jaguars losing. I got Saints winning, Ravens losing. And Noah, you got Washington winning, Packers losing. I like these picks. We've done it before this King season. Todd is still in the lead. 23 and 11. Christian's at 21 and 13. And Noah's 22 and 12. Guys, if you just bet with our picks, you would be a millionaire right now. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a millionaire. Maybe a billion, you know. You never know. Yeah. Especially if you started Except off for week with a million dollars. Never bet with us on week 12. Just keep that in mind. Pencil that in for next year, week 12. Do not bet with us. We don't know what we're talking about during week 12. Every other week, you just bet with us, you're up. So hey, There were two weeks that we went 6-0. and and there was only one week where we went one in five. So Yeah, we never even went on six. So there yeah, it is. Never did. Never did. All right, guys. Those are your picks. Uh, can't wait to spend week 18 with you guys. Let us know on Instagram uh, who you're choosing for the playoffs, who you're choosing uh, to, to even see in the Super Bowl. Next week, we're going to be talking about some sweet Super Bowl matchups that we hope to see. Maybe throwing out who our picks for MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, Defense Player of the Year, all that good stuff. So come back next week. Can't wait to be with you then. This is Sutter Nation, and we out.